the killer pod from outer space presents watch this or die good evening everybody welcome back to killer pod from outer space a watch this or die edition my name is Vinny. I'm here with my lovely brother, as always, in some back pain. Yes. Yes, hello. Wincing. Yeah, wincing in pain. Cannot even sit comfortably. It what sucks. nerve is it again? The sciatic. Ah, sciatic yeah, nerve. It's not fun. Old uh, age. Old man shit. Uh, just the duo tonight. We're missing brother Pete. Love you, Pete. We miss you. So does the audience. Working your weekends, doing catering, <laughs> making, chefing. Making those weddings delicious. Awesome. What time is it? Nine. Eight, oh yeah. Forty. Dinner's done. He's cleaning up now. Ah. Hopefully. Anyway, what do you got been going on? Man, not a lot. Just hanging out, watching some stuff, um, catching up on things that I forgot were even on, like cursed films. Uh, started Midnight Mass. Um, yeah. What do you think? I'm liking it so far. Three episodes in. Okay. Very much enjoying it. Uh, Flying it, man. Yep, he knows what he's doing. Uh, watched New York Ninja the other night. That was fun. Um, Where was that? You had on blue? Nah, Turner Classic played it. Oh, that's right. Crazy about. late night, like two a.m. But it, they they put what it the on fuck their. What are you doing up at two a.m.? I wasn't. It's on their on demand. So, oh, okay. So I threw it on just to catch it because I've been waiting to see it from Vincent. Lost, dude. Not only like was it a lost movie that they didn't know like existed still. It had no sound and no script, so they had to basically they got voice actors and just made up the script. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun. Sounds like a good third on to go to bed to movie. Oh, definitely, definitely. But yeah, just watching stuff. Nothing, nothing crazy. I take it. Well, you've already told me off air that you're not brushing up on your Stephen King. No, I will. I'll catch up. Get on that. I'll catch Future up. Future war games. Sneak peek, people. It's so easy. Stephen King War Games. So easy. Um, all right, I'm gonna dive into these beers. Yes, I might rewatch Silver Bullet just to rewatch it. I love that movie. Yeah. I could probably recite it, but, but like, yeah, I don't need to rewatch The Shining. Come on. I did because Steph hasn't seen it. Oh, and different. I love a rewatch of that. It's good. It's a great movie. I'm just saying I don't need to rewatch it. To... You know, what? you probably haven't seen it, and I just watched it last night, and I posted about it. Whatever. Um, Doctor Sleep. No, I haven't seen it. Completely caught me off guard. I bought the Blu-ray as soon as it came out. Still haven't seen it up until last night. It blew me away. Okay. I'll give you another sneak peek. It will be on my list. It was mm. awesome. Um, what else don't I need? Pet Fla- Cemetery. Also, Mike Flanagan. Need, yeah. Don't need to rewatch Pet Cemetery. Yeah, Flanagan is like the uh, the guy for Stephen King now, apparently. I think he's done yeah, the last two uh, or three. I think he, he did, did Gerald's, Gerald's Game. game. Yeah. Yep. And then did you see that one? No. It's a, it's a good one. I'm a, when it comes to Stephen King, I'm like 80s, 90s Stephen King. I know. Yeah. It's like the heyday. Yeah. The cocaine Stephen King. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, beers. What do we got tonight? We oh, have... A fancy looking one, I'll tell you. Back what. to one of our show favorites, Anchorage Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. You guessed it, out of Alaska. It is Gone Forgotten. This is a IPA brewed with Citra Incognito. Double dry hopped with Toluus. Vic Secret, Mutika, Mosaic, and Simcoe. Mm-mm-mm. God, I love some 
handkerchief. Yeah. I, had a, I had a banger from them last night while I was watching Doctor Sleep. Um, corked bottle edition of um, Incantation Ooh. Sour Ale with passion fruit, guava, and apricots. Nice. I freaking love this brewery. Oh, they're just so solid. But yeah, this is very good. Uh, speaking of beer, man, tomorrow's the day. The, the Chamonix Creek Mahoning collab comes out tomorrow. Yeah, that'll be hitting the show. Yeah, I was originally going to the release. I I don't know if you'd call it a party, but uh, they're doing Mad Max weekend. But the Trenton Punk Rock Flea Market is going to take precedence because they Killer Pot will be there. Yeah, Uh, I don't know how you'd spot us. It's not going to be we're not going to be waving a flag. I mean, it's going to be like nine hundred degrees. So maybe I'll just paint the logo on my back and (laughs) walk around shirtless. You have to shave your back for you then. No, my back. It's my lower back. You're going to have to shave (laughs) the bunny tail, as we call it. Well, this beer is great as always. Cool can art as always. Their artist is awesome. I started following him on the uh, on the Insta. Does great stuff. You got like a pink, neon, black, um, devil horn skull going yeah, on. Very cool. Super can. menacing. We'll post it. Um, all right, shall we dive into music? Yeah, go ahead. I know you had some stuff you wanted to bring up anyway. Uh, yeah, but did you have anything? Not in particular. Um, just that municipal waste is. Dropped two new singles and they're is, both fun. The, I think the first single single is uh, better than the second one, but they're both good. Um, was it? A, it wasn't an EP, right? It was just like the new thing where they're dropping singles before the album. Uh, yeah, comes it out. seems to be what like a lot teasers. of people are doing. Yeah, they'll do like half the record in singles before it like comes yeah, out and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do want to bring up the sad news, the really like gut punch news that happened. Uh, since we last recorded, uh, Trevor, the front man from Black Dahlia Murder, passed away way too soon. Really caught me off guard. And bummed me out pretty significantly. Like, I love that band. They were a big part in my discovery um, of death metal. And super fun. Like, even before his death, like, you, you never heard a bad thing about Trevor. Like, this sound like a super genuine, great guy. Um... Yeah, you know, was great to the fans. Yeah, like I said, like you never heard anything bad about him. Like, not that you're hearing bad things about musicians all the time, but you would think you would have some kind of negativity. But it was just all kinds of fun. Um, all you want to do is just make heavy music, smoke some weed, had the party in him. But somewhere in him, though, there was something dark going on that he couldn't overcome, which is. Super sad and unfortunate, but yeah, it's a bummer. Love like one of my favorite bands, and you know you're waiting for new music, and he'll live on through the music. Yeah, there was a great article. I damn it, I should have pulled it up so I could um, cite it. But there was an article that was out after he passed about all the collabs he did with other bands, like just guest vocals. Yeah, and there's some good ones. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I know uh, Infinite Annihilator was one. Um, Cannabis Corpse was one. There's some cool yeah. stuff. Um, I heard he did like an OnlyFans scene with his girlfriend a month ago. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw that. Well, I didn't see what it was. Like, I just heard about the OnlyFans incident. Yeah, apparently they did like a, a bang. I don't. I mean, I don't care. I don't know. I just I, I came up when I was like looking through the articles after he passed. I was like, oh, well, okay, interesting. interesting. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if. What was going on with him will ever come out, or the band will ever talk about it. I'm sure the band knew he was battling some demons, but yeah, it's sad. Like when I was talking to you and Pete, like 
if you would have told me that someone in the metal community took their own life yeah. after a thousand guesses, I would have never guessed him. Yeah. He just seemed to love the community and love the music so much, but people have stuff going on behind the scenes that you don't see with the public eye. Yeah, total bummer. Really sad. On a brighter note with music, kind of a weird transition, but Rock Bottom, that is, uh, I think we mentioned on the show, it's Pete's uh, brother's band. Uh, Chris, he's the bassist for him. They are like satanic hardcore, I would call them. Super awesome. They haven't really um, been doing anything since, I think their last album was 2011. Damn. Um, I mean, they, they, you know, what happens to us gentlemen, meet the ladies, get married, pop out some kids, no time for music. But I guess they uh, were able to get freed up. Um, Pete was mentioning that some of the members were on the West Coast, came back to the East Coast. So they put something together uh, and they just dropped the EP yesterday as of recording. Well, this is gonna this episode is gonna drop anyway. So yesterday, uh, it is on Spotify. Two song EP called Alienated slash Earthship Seven, which is just the name of the two songs. I love it. I listened to Alienated three times today. A couple bangers. Did you dig it? When we yeah, I liked it a lot. Of it. Couldn't stop. Cleanup? Couldn't stop shaking the leg. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was head banging at work in the car on the way home. Then I played it for Jeff while we we're cleaning up dinner. Great stuff. So definitely give that a listen. Um, and listen to their older stuff, too. Like uh, Born to Hate is, I would guess, their most popular album without knowing for sure. But it's got so many bangers on it. Down with the Devil is awesome. Uh, we definitely talked about it in the show with Pete. But give Rock Bottom a listen. Good stuff. Can't wait to hear if they're going to be playing some live shows now. That would be nice. You got anything on music? Nah, not really, man. Um, like I said, just the municipal waste stuff. Oh, yeah. That's what you said that. Pay attention to me yeah. when I talk. Um, let's see. Anything on the news from? Uh, the Evil Dead game came out, which is cool. Uh, doing well in its first like couple days. It sold like half a million copies, apparently. So that's good. Um, I just found out the Evil Dead Rise, or not the Evil Dead, is it called the Evil Dead Rise? I forget, yeah, yeah. whatever whatever they're calling it, that's going right to HBO Max, I had no idea. Uh, read some news about the Twisted Metal show, uh, they just added Thomas Hayden Church and Nev Campbell to the cast, so that's cool. Um, and something something's coming to UHD, which was like, whoa, really? But I'd have to look that up. I don't have ultra high Something def. old? Yeah. I mm. forget. Not Texas Chainsaw 2. That is coming to 4K, but I forget what it was. Yeah, I got, I got the 4K. It was something where I was like, wow. All right. Keep talking. I'll find it. <laughs> uh, Scream Factory. It's ending in a week. Is, I got to go in there and shop it. But they're the doing Steelbook. Steelbook sale. Yeah, I'm not, I love a Steelbook. I, I went through it. It wasn't uh, anything that I didn't have or want. The only thing on there that I would have bought was Pumpkinhead. I have that so one. So if you want to grab me Pumpkinhead, <laughs> go right ahead. I already have Pumpkinhead. No, if you want to grab me Pumpkinhead. Uh, yeah, I got to peruse it. I don't know if there's anything necessarily that I would, if I already have it on blue, especially if I already have the Screen Factory blue, if I would upgrade it to Steelbook, but I love a good Steelbook. I miss when, um, I don't think they even do it anymore because just no one gives a shit about Blu-rays in the um, large media 
scale, but Best Buy used to have those Best Buy exclusive. Yeah, Fye has them now. Fye gets all of the Scream Factory steelbooks. Not all of them, but like yeah, but then a they ton have, of them. Like Best Buy had you could only get the steelbook. Oh yeah, they have the Fye exclusive stickers oh, okay. and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Fye sucks, but it's like great, but sucks because it's like they have a ton of crap where you're like, oh my god, I can't believe I found this in a store, but it's way overpriced. Well, yeah, I can imagine. Which sucks. Um. I wanted to mention a show that I'm watching. I know you won't watch it. But it's, it's, I, mean, I can't believe you're watching Midnight Mass. It's a small miracle. But this new show uh, from, it is on Amazon Prime. It was originally an epic show, which I didn't even know Epics was doing original content. So that's cool. And definitely horror-based. It is super sci-fi fantasy. So like... There's a small town where once you enter the town, you can't leave. Like, it won't allow you to leave. Um, all the roads will be blocked by, like, a tree falling or your car breaking down, whatever. Sounds, sounds like Silent Hill. Well, it's like Silent Hill in a way and Under the Dome from Stephen King in a way. So they're all stuck there, but you have all these generations. You have some older people that have been there for years and years. You have people that have been there for only a couple of years. Then you have the main characters that you're following that are just entering and all the confusion. So you already have sort of the chaos of that. But then on top of it, the town's aware and they're teaching the new people that just arrived and are stuck there that after sundown, these monsters come out of the woods. You know what that sounds like? Hmm. Silent Hill. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is like that. But um, the monsters don't look like monsters. They look like people. And they try to lure them out of their homes and then eat the shit out of them it's super gory um it's very very smartly written like i'm only four episodes in and i'm loving it okay. like, i'm really hoping the uh, the end of the season does, doesn't disappoint me and i guess it wasn't disappointing to the masses because it already got renewed for a second season oh, okay it is fun stuff very okay. captivating uh the movie i was thinking of there was angel heart one of my favorites ah, yeah, okay. 4k ultra hd steelbook Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, so maybe you pick that up. Who's releasing that? It didn't say. And if it did, I just glossed right by it. Probably big, like you can go to Target, Walmart, whatever. Yeah, most likely. Um, do you have 4K? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'll ever make the jump. There's certain things that I've watched on it that has been mind-blowing. Yeah. Uh, I watched, I got super high and watched Interstellar on the 4K. And that, like, melted my brain. I don't know. I don't think I need all that. I, I'm really happy with the Blu-rays, especially with the stuff I watch. There's, you know, a lot of that Vinegar Syndrome, Severin, Obscure. Uh, yeah, like, with the right kind of movie, it's it's worth yeah. it. But, I mean, how often am I watching? Like, they're doing Texas Chainsaw 2 4K. I'm like, Well, wow, that that's yeah, not why, really necessary. Yeah. Um, it needs to be something that's, like, high visual, like Interstellar. Mm. I, um, I mean, I won't do it now because I just bought the 4k tv but i was debating making the jump to a 3d tv because didn't they come and go already though isn't that trend kind of done um i mean i don't think it's done yet mm. but certain movies i mean it'd be like the cheesy 3d movies that you know we can see with glasses in theaters yeah. then there's like modern ones too i, I don't know maybe i feel like it'd be cool if, at home. I remember seeing Jackass 3D in the theater. That was fun. Yeah. Big same. dildo coming flying <laughs> at the screen. Um, we had Joe Bob last week. New one 
premiering the last, tonight. The last couple of weeks we've had new. Well, the last one's the most fresh on my brain. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what was the long title? The Little Girl the Down little, the Lane? The Little Girl That Lives at the End of the Lane. Yeah. Or Down the Lane yeah. or something like that. Uh, very good. Very uncomfortable movie. Yeah. I thought Joe Bob handled it well. It was, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Like, you know, informative as always, but funny. Like, there's um, a little bit of violence towards an animal. And right when, after that happens, it cuts to Joe Bob. He's like, all right, everybody. The hamster's fine. <laughs> Nothing happened. Well, that hamster was actually not fine. Well, they used a already uh, dead, hamster already dead hamster from a medical school or something. And then there's a questionable nudity scene. It's like, ah, it's not what you think. It was her older sister that did the scene. She was of age. But yeah, a very uh, interesting movie and uncomfortable movie. Yeah, yeah, just uh, Martin Sheen just being up and open pedophile. Yeah, Crazy. super. Like the town just knows it and. Like, they're not cool with it, but they just... It's like they're... Uh, whatever. Like just, but he opens secret. Like, everyone knows, but yeah. nobody says anything. He's just barging, um, barging in the houses. One of Jodie Foster's first features. I think it's the third or something? I mean... She, there, apparently there, she there's, did, a, there's a lot of stories about her, like, with her parents, like, overworking her. And uh, how she, like, not single-handedly, but part of her... Her childhood is part of the reason they have so many laws in um, studios and filming for... It was like... She was... I think Joe Bob said she was in like 60 plus TV shows even before this. Oh. And she was only 12 at the time of filming this. Or 13. Damn. So, yeah. They, her parents were working her. I forgot what the game one. Yeah. I see that. It's a check device power. Yeah. Oh. But tell good you. job, Bob. And then they then he showed Housebound, which I didn't, I didn't stick around for. I've seen that before, and I think it's a decent movie. I haven't people, caught people really like that one. I haven't caught any of them live. I'm gonna do it tonight finally, but yeah, I've been I just started at the beginning, so I did Night of the Living yeah, Dead tonight. Well, you can start it from the beginning. Ah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I just did Night of the Living Dead and Anthropophagus the other night, and then the, I don't even remember what the next week is after that. But I'll I'll catch up on all of them. I always do. It's uh, it's worth watching. I'm sure you've said this a million times. It's worth watching a million a movie I've seen a dozen times just to hear what he has to say in between. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's like having that. Um, yeah, watching a good commentary. Yeah. Yeah. Only well, he does it in giant bursts in between instead of during the whole. Do you like uh, the movie Sunshine? This is random. What is that? It sounds familiar. It's like the sci-fi one with Cillian Murphy and um, Mike Evans. No, I've never seen that. It's a very good movie. It's oh. uh, like sci. It's almost like uh, I mean, it's three quarters sci-fi, then turns horror at the end. <laughs> about the sun is like you know powering down for lack of a better term, and Armageddon style. They send this crew out of scientists and engineers to restart the sun, and shit goes bad. But I was just listening to a podcast that apparently the Blu-ray has a commentary with an astrophysicist, <laughs> and apparently it's super entertaining how he says, "Yeah, like this part's pretty true. This part, nah, that's, that's bullshit." <laughs> like that's the kind of thing that would interest me. Yeah, that that's would, fun. That was a random tangent. Yeah, no, I get you. Commentaries are fun. I like commentaries. It just depends. Like, 
I used to be a commentary fiend. I would, I would, every movie I got, I would watch back to back basically in the same day. I'd watch the movie, then I'd watch it with whatever commentary. And then I just kind of lost interest in it because uh, the, the internet is just so. Everything you read on the internet is usually comes from the commentary. Like someone just took it verbatim and put it on a Wikipedia or. But you would IMDb. have to dig to hear it on the internet, like. You know what I mean? No, not hear it, but like if you read. The... I mean, to read it on the internet, you like have to like dig for deep cut behind the scenes information on. Nah, because generally, Candyman. if you just go to IMDb, some knucklehead will just type it all in the trivia section. Yeah, but I don't know. I still like them, but like not just any. What it has to be someone that I would be interested in. Yeah. Or a movie that I'm super interested yeah. in. Yeah. Like I watched. I think it was. Jason lives. Yeah, Jason lives with the Joe um, Joe Hill um, uh, Hatchet uh, Adam Green commentary. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. it's just two guys who like love the movie watching yeah. it and commenting. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I also won't necessarily sit down and watch a commentary. It's something that would happen in the background while I'm doing shit around the house and mm. just like catch like. Interesting little snippets. Yeah, I used to. Yeah, I used to love them, dude. The Kevin Smith ones were always good. Um, now I don't like Kevin Smith at all. But like the Clerks and Mallrats and Chasing Amy, like those commentaries were really good. Um, one of my favorite commentaries. I just I had it. And I lost it. It was around the same time. Um, oh, um, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. They have um, one of their early movies like i think it's their first movie it's called cannibal the musical and the movie or the the, the the commentary is matt stone trey parker and then the two other guys in the movie just drinking scotch and by the end of it they're just completely wasted <laughs> that's that's yeah, an entertaining when you, commentary. when you add drinking to it um that's it's entertaining yeah so. um what was I gonna say I don't know. The commentary for uh, Independence Day is very good. Uh, who does that? It's uh, Roland Emmerich, the director. Yeah, I don't think I. Bill Pullman and Jeff Goldblum. Oh, like, Pullman and Goldblum, I would. I guess they. To. I guess they couldn't get Will Smith, but <laughs> still, the three of them was pretty good. Should have been in a barbecue. <laughs> All right, you want to dive into some Watch This or Die? Yeah, man. You got any other tidbits? Nah, no. Let's let's watch this or die. All right, tonight we are diving into The Pool. This movie uh, was released in 2018. It is now on Shutter. I don't know how widely available it was. If you have to dig deep on your uh, POV services to to uh, rent it when it came out, but now it's available on Shutter, widely released. It is, I believe, Thai. It correct? is Thai. Yeah. Yep. It comes from Thailand. And let me get a synopsis here. Very brief. In a abandoned six meter deep pool, as deep if you didn't know, a couple is stranded there with a deadly predator. Brief. <laughs> That's the IMDb description of the movie. No. Now. Sort of. <laughs> it is essentially an animal tax movie. Uh, you have. I don't know if I'd go that far. I'd say it's just a survival movie. But uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, go ahead. 
Doesn't yeah, that, yeah that's a good animals that's a good in point. play, but um, that's a good point. It is more, it is more survival. So you have the so they're filming like a you know high art photo shoot in this photo shoot in this super deep uh, like Olympic sized pool. Yeah, it's a diving pool. And they put like furniture down the bottom of it, and they were shooting like models swimming around, um, you know, with the furniture and the props down the bottom. And one of the crew members is laying out in a float on the pool. Well, he's tasked with cleaning it all up the next day. And then everyone's gone except for him. Yep. And then, yeah, he's taking little breaks and laying on a, a float, just kind of floating around. And then his buddy comes through and he says, hey. I'm start draining I started draining the pool. So, like, get your ass, get get your stuff and get the hell out of here. Let's go. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, all right. Falls back asleep. Wakes up. Obviously, the pool isn't drained, but it's drained enough that he can't reach to get out. And now he's stuck in this pool, trying to figure out um, clever ways to get out of there, using the things that are around him, like that kind of deal. Pool keeps going lower and lower. Mm -hmm. So it is eventually empty. And then you have... But before that, uh, almost forgot. Hmm. The girlfriend... How's she falling again? So he's floating on the, the, the float. He, I think, he has realized that, like, he can't get out. So I think he's just, like, hanging on the float. Yes, this is exactly what happened. He's just, like, tired, so he's on the float. The girlfriend comes to see where the hell he's been because he can't get it. He, he's trying to get his phone at one point and drops it in the pool. So, But before that, she's been calling and calling and mm -hmm. calling. So she just shows up, and he's asleep on the raft, and she goes on the high dive thing, and she's like, I'm gonna, gonna dive in the pool and wake him up. But as she's making her run to dive, he wakes up and like tries to stop her because the pool, no, he can't get out of the pool. She slips and bashes her head on the yep. diving board, which is so like, you think it's like gonna, shocking you think the way it happens. You think she's land in the pool and be dead right off the bat. Anyway, without giving too many details away, eventually a crocodile wanders to the pool, like it like, like it happens in Thailand. And well, it escaped the sanctuary. It, the, you see the newspaper headline. Mm -hmm. You know, got to make sure the exposition there. The uh, alligator makes its way into the pool, and now you have the young couple, uh, the man and the injured girlfriend, stuck in the pool with an alligator. Mm-hmm. All the water drains away. So you have all the, the props that were there for the photo shoot, like, play a part in the hiding and defense. Um, but like Jeff said, he's right. It's more survival movie than it is animal attacks because they're, they're, they're contending with this alligator, but they're also contending with extreme heat and sun exposure. Uh, no food. No food. The water's gone now. And have to, you know... It rains, so they, they get some they water. collect some. Yeah. But, yeah, like, she is severely injured. Oh, fuck Her up. head's busted open. Um, and then you find out she's pregnant. So that kind of just adds a little, like, emotional twist. Yeah. More um, stakes. Yeah. Um, when the... More and more opportunities to try and get their way out, like, pop up. So it's almost like you get like, oh, they're, they're going to find a way. And then it just gets shattered somewhere or another. Like the um, the drain pipe that leads to the pump room. 
Um, which blew my mind, by the way. Like, so there's two directions to go, and he doesn't re- figure that he should try the other one till like close to the end of the movie. What to go up? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Well, anyway. the gate's there anyway. Yeah, it didn't matter anyway. But it's like, it, he, like he, like it, like the way they do it in the movie. It's like it hit him like, oh, I got it. And I was like, you're just now thinking about this. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this one had me on the edge of my seat the yes me too movie. like me too like, oh like what are they gonna do next like what's gonna happen where they're gonna have to to battle with to survive this thing um i thought the ending was pretty emotional and i guess i started to you know get behind these two characters and wanting them to make it through so when the stakes or not the stakes when the when the threat that they weren't going to survive got really high at the end I was invested and concerned. Like, I don't know. It was mm-hmm. quite good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the crocodile stuff is weird just because, one, it, it's mixed between CGI and a real croc, and the CGI is a truth. CGI is bad. It's bad. So that's concerning. So if anyone's going to watch this based on us talking about it. I mean, the first shot of the movie. Don't yeah. get turned away because I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Did I make a mistake telling yeah. Jeff to watch this? Yeah. It's rough, but it gets better as yeah. it goes. But they do – the guy uh, – does a almost too good a job at keeping the crocodile at bay through the movie. Like he like wrestles it at some points, and it's like I don't know, but I'll suspend this. Well, he movie. always like he has these moments where he like sends it away to its corner. Like no, you get back over there side <laughs> of pull and back and kind of like oh all right. Oh yes. <laughs> well, I do know that crocodiles are advantageous eaters. They are more into scavenging than actually hunting. Well, I think that's what. It was kind of getting to the point in the movie. It's like, well, he, your two main characters are starving. Right. They can't so even the, put up a fight anymore. The crocodile is starving, too. So right. So he's going to start getting more. It, well, a crocodile, back to some science stuff. A crocodile, if it eats a deer or like a gazelle, it might not eat again for a year. But did they make any hints that like he was on the move as he was already looking for food? And that's how he ended up in the pool? Well, he ends up at he, she ends up dropping some eggs in the pool oh that's right Pre- yeah, it's a yeah, pregnant yeah. tribe yeah. um which they end up boiling and eating um like i said they like do this they keep the croc at bay pretty well but then the point is like it doesn't matter what they do it's gonna be around it's, mm-hmm. it's, they can't get rid of it uh, but at some point they trap it in the the drain pipe and take the eggs and boil them up which raised my question can you eat a crocodile egg have you googled it no, I haven't Googled it. Do it right now. I'm going to go ahead and say you probably can because you can eat some weird shit. And over in them Asian countries, they tend to balut. We were talking about a couple weeks ago. Balut. No, I've had it. <laughs> and I don't want to have it again. Uh, if anyone who doesn't know. I'm a very adventurous uh, eater, but balut, yeah. I don't want to have it. If you don't know what it is, it is a, a chicken egg. Is it a chicken or a duck? Chicken or a duck? Uh, duck. Duck. It's a duck egg where the embryo has started to form. So you essentially eat the duck fetus. And it's like crunchy and yeah, you hard boil it and yeah, put salt on it, vinegar, something. It doesn't look tasty. There's like feathers, nasty. Um, but yeah, they, they get the rainwater. They build a fire, yeah, old school style too, like the using the glasses to magnify and rubbing the stick together. And they get a fire going, they boil the eggs so they get to eat. But every time they have a little victory, you still remember, like, they're trapped in this pool and it doesn't matter. Like, cool, we ate, but we can't get out of here. And it's nighttime 
So in a couple hours, the hot ass sun's gonna be back up, and then there's torrential downpours. And so, can you eat the crocodile? So, turns out, I don't know if you would use the word common, but they are somewhat frequently eaten in Australia. Okay. They are boiled. Well, that's what they do. All right. I didn't obviously I didn't watch it, but I saw a YouTube video of someone making a sunny side up crocodile egg. I bet it's delicious. Uh, apparently they taste fishy from the very brief reading that I did. Okay. But like a good fishy? I don't know. Like a I don't think I sushi? I, don't, I mean I like roe, that's a fishy egg. Yeah. But I don't mm. know if I want like my sunny side up egg tasting fishy. Oh. Yeah. Or my hard boiled egg. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. Fishy egg salad. But the movie keeps the tension up. Uh, it does a really good job with two people and a... Yeah, I mean, you only have... Yeah. Other than the beginning... There's like, a, a weird abortion subplot that maybe is a big deal in Thailand. I mean, abortion's a big deal all around, but there may... There was a point. Yeah, like it's a point to this abortion thing keeps coming up. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that's like a hot topic in Thailand at the moment. Like hot it topic is, now. Yeah, I was going to say, like it is here. Um. But yeah, for you know, the, the the dude essentially carries the movie, and it it has some crazy, just yeah, like thrilling moments where you're like, yeah, for being in shit. one place with two characters, to keep me that engaged and that on the edge of my seat, I I always give a lot of credit, and I'm very impressed. Yeah, and you could tell <clears throat> they had next to nothing for their budget, well, which yeah, they well, didn't need much budget yeah. for what they were doing, but like. Um, I think they dumped a lot of budget into having the, the real crocodile, or what was that crocodile footage? They, no, they I mean they have a real crocodile, but my guess would be that it's filmed by itself because it never yeah. had any shot with people. So they probably just they had couldn't it. spend that much on the CGI, which is fine, whatever. It was not other than that first scene where I was concerned. It was not as egregiously bad as like sci-fi channel CGI. no no it's not like sharknado or shark to puss yeah, or... shark, shark no. to puss versus no three-headed crocodile yeah it's just it's just not good cgi yeah i mean they only had so much money to spend i think but... the uh so how he finally i don't i don't want to spoil this for people who do want to watch it but how he gets out finally that was shocking as hell mm-hmm. i was like wow they really pushed it right there i can't yeah. believe they went there uh, didn't look pleasant. Mm. No. Um, crazy stuff. They almost get rescued at one point. That's not really a spoiler. Oh, so that, that happens kind of like a few times where, where they do like the classic thing. Like, oh, someone comes, you know, but they're, wandering by. But, but they're, they're in the pipe or something. So they didn't hear them or they're underwater. So they didn't know that someone came When's by. When's he underwater? The pizza guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so uh, was that you that was telling me? What? The Pizza Hut thing? Yeah. Yeah, very weird. So, um, this movie is produced, I'm guessing, in a big way by Pizza Hut, which I didn't realize. I just thought it was a scene in the movie where a Pizza Hut no, delivery you, guy. When you watch the opening credits, there is a big ass, like, where it would say, like, Warner Brothers Pictures Presents, and it's like, the Pizza Hut look. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? <laughs> That's awesome. And it's not even like regular Pizza Hut. It's like Thai Pizza Hut. So, it's called something a little different. It's like, 1800 Pizza Hut. Well, I said to like Steph, I was like, I wonder what Thai Pizza Hut's like. I think Pizza Hut's a big 
big thing in like Asian countries. Like KFC and Pizza Hut, I think, are like some of the biggest fast food over there. Hmm. Um, like, but I, was, I thought it was funny that they produced it. Yeah, I mean, that was well, it was funny to see the logo, and then when the pizza guy shows up, I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> I didn't even catch the logo in the opening credits. Um, the credit, so, the credit song was hilarious too. It just doesn't fit the movie at all. Yeah, very very <laughs> random. But I give this a stamp of approval and a watch. I was going to say I especially give it a watch for my fellow animal attacks movies, but like you said, like not truly. I mean. Yeah, like not truly. Not truly, but it, the 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 croc just keeps the threat there. It's the menace. Yeah, and it's like at any moment it could, but it hasn't, and it it, it does. It seems like a lazy croc. Like it'll go in, kind of do something, and then it's kind of not in play for fifteen minutes or so. Um, but like I said, it's just an added layer because yeah, you I mean you could have the pool be the whole movie. It would be like um. Uh, like a castaway situation or something, but I mean, I give it a hard watch. Definitely, definitely check. I don't it see out. that how anyone could really find it disappointing. Like if you go in with tempered expectations, like it over delivers. Like don't expect a, a masterpiece. You no, know, like, it, I think it over delivered for when you read a description of like, all right, dudes trapped in a pool and there's a crocodile. How good could this be? But there's they do a really good job building the tension and creating a, like an emotional stake. It had a uh, funny tagline. I, I mean, the description on IMDb is terrible for how... I guess it's just trying to be to the point. But I was telling somebody at work that we were doing this on an episode, and they read the tagline to me, and it was pretty funny. In the pool, no one can hear Oh, tagline. No water, no ladder, no way out. <laughs> well, well, duh. Don't, don't. <laughs> Well, that's what happens. If, there, if you're in a pool and there's no ladder and no water, you're not getting out. Unless so, it's like four feet deep. You know, again, Shudder doing, doing the good work, like getting this movie some exposure. So two different podcasts I heard talk about this and like say that they were pleasantly surprised with it. It's been out since 2018. I mean, obviously it wasn't hitting the circuit very strong in America up until Shudder got it. Yeah, I never So I, I love that Shudder's doing this kind of stuff. It's it's why they exist and why they thrive and why I will always be a subscriber. Yeah, I mean, I'm waiting to watch that Korean zombie movie, The Sadness. Uh, I think it might be on there. It is. I about... just saw it the other day. Yeah, I've seen people talking about yeah. it on like Letterboxd and stuff. So, it's a big one. I think it's like two hours. That's fine. Yeah, I'm just saying. But I'm, I'm waiting to watch that because I heard it's supposed to be like over-the-top gory and shocking and crazy. Um, they just put popcorn on. Shuttered too, which is cool. Well, it's cool that people will get exposed. I know, that's why. I love my Blu-ray. So do I. I wouldn't trade my Blu-ray for the world. You got the steelbook, you jerk. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm hoping it kind of has a rebirth. Again, we've talked about it, but I'm still happy to say that is the best... had no idea about this movie discovery ever. And the fact that it happened at Mahoning just makes me yeah. so much happier. Yeah, uh, for the same Blown away. Just the movie I had seen the cover of and heard people like. And then when I finally, I was like, I can't wait to see it. And when I did, I was super, super God, I love it. It's a goodie. I like, uh, uh, speaking I like... of Mahoning, the uh, VHS Fest was just announced. 
Oh, God. you remember the movies off the top of your head? Oh, man. Uh, Saturday night, the lineup is great. All I can remember off the top of my Ghoulies head is 2. Ghoulies 2 and Vice Squad. Yeah. Um, uh, they're going to have a lot of vendors. They're going to have live music. Yeah. Um, so if you're if you're looking to hit a Mahoning event and a big one. Yeah, we should probably out. buy tickets soon because it, it is a bigger one. Yeah, I just got to confirm with the old boss you are the boss you tell them i'm going to vhs fest and any damn thing you're fucking with i'm the fucking boss (laughs) exactly then you slap him in the face and walk off dude you wouldn't slap robin no he's like eight foot tall no thank you (laughs) crushing like a bug um yeah i mean there's still a lot to be announced i think the next thing i'm going to is dolomite uh june 7th um, of course Shane just texted me about it. What an idiot. Did you hear, did he tell you his alien story? No. He went to see Alien thinking it was aliens. And he didn't know, he never saw Alien, so he didn't know it was just like a slow... He went by himself? Yeah. Well, it's a great movie. Did he appreciate it? I mean, it didn't sound like he appreciated it. What? Well, I mean, he was expecting aliens, so maybe he just took himself out of it. But... What a dummy. Yeah. Goofball. Is he making himself coffee? Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, all right. So we both give it a watch. Absolutely. That's rare. Yeah. Especially rare that it's post-1990. Well, you give it a watch. There's a story. There's stakes. I mean, it's, <clears throat> it's a movie. Well, I'm surprised you didn't break it down. Like, oh, that's not realistic. What do you mean the pool filter works so-and-so way? I don't know anything about pools, especially yeah. Olympic diving pools. But I can tell you that that last matinee movie had no story whatsoever, so it bothered me. Uh-uh-uh. You're a dissector. I'm, when it, when it is blatantly obvious that it... Normally it, you find sport and bring me down. You can't put a movie in front of me that is blatantly just like, oh, here's some stuff happening. Because it, was, I, it smacks me. It has to entertain me. Are we going to bring this back up? It was very entertaining. And it was a great ode to Giallo. That yeah, was the point. But Giallo's also had stories. But the only point of it was to reminisce and have nostalgia for Giallo's. Okay. So what's better? The Last Matinee or Case of the Scorpion's Tale? Case of the Scorpion's Tale. Yeah, no obviously. Shit. Right. Well, why would you even ask that? Um, last Matinee or Pieces? Pieces. All right. Last Matinee or... I would never... So if we did a top... Deep Red. Jesus Christ, I love Deep Red so much. I love it so much. Uh, if we did a top 20 Giallo, the last matinee wouldn't be on it. It was just a nice head nod to it. Right. I And I, I agree with that. And yes, it is entertaining. It's just like when all you bring is like one aspect, it's like, all right, well, I don't feel very involved in this movie. I'm just waiting for the next kill. I don't think anyone needs to hear us argue about this again. I mean, some Except people... Except you should watch the last matinee. I mean, don't I, I don't think you need to. <laughs> he's, a, he's a stick in the mud. Watch a good Jallo. He's got his dick in the mud. <laughs> Watch what have you done to Solange and be happy with your life. <clears throat> Camille Keaton. Represent. Are we going to do a Jallo War Games? Yeah, eventually. Um, there's a lot of things we still have to do. Oh, yeah. we. I mean, we're not getting canceled anytime soon. Let's uh, say something inappropriate. My buddy Chase wants to do Tremors. <gasps> the whole franchise? Yeah. Dude, I am so on board for that. Yeah. That just gives me. I would. That's so funny that you say that. I was just. Uh, uh, why the fuck were we at Walmart? We were at Walmart recently, and I told Seth I was going to the bathroom, but then I started browsing the Blu-rays, and they had all the whole. Uh, was it six? 
Huh? Is it six of them? <clears throat> they had all of them individually, and they were all reasonably priced. And I, I was like, I should buy this whole franchise. But is, it, is it six? I think it's seven now. Okay. Might be seven. I've never seen anything but the first. Um, it, it gets wild. I remember there's the ass blasters. but Yeah, I don't, they, I don't even... they add all these other creatures. Um, they go to some Tremor Island, I think. Uh, yeah, we probably should just buy all these. Um, yeah, I, I was like, I mean, reasonably priced. Like, I would still be spending... Some harder money that I shouldn't be spending yeah. on buying the entire. They're probably like on Prime or something. But uh, yeah, it's funny that you said that. Was I was just thinking about it like two right. days ago. I was like, oh, Tremors franchise. We'll get it in the works. I'll talk to him see if he can set up a day with us. He's a he's a busy man. We gotta get um, Joe Fiddler on here too. Yeah, no, there's a lot of people that want to come on. It's just a matter of them, you know, restructuring their lives to get over here. Well, and Joe like was just talking to me. He's like, "Yeah, like, I got like, I don't mind talking about this now, as I know he won't listen uh, to this episode." He's like, "I don't watch the, or I don't listen to the Watches or Dies because, you know, I got a kid and I, I don't get to watch stuff anymore." And I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> yeah. well, that's why I'm having yeah, my knows. life choices." He always he'll ask me like, "Is uh, this child appropriate?" And I'll be like, "Cause like, he asked about the new Batman." And I was like, eh. "No." I was like, "It's not," but there's what, what age child? I don't. But I was like, there's enough that'll go over her head that she won't even understand. But I was like, but at the end, she's going to have to leave the room. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's that's traumatic stuff. All right. I'm going to wrap this baby up. Yeah, man. So coming up, we got uh, Stephen King War Games, which will be a big boy. Uh, we'll have Pete, of course, back for that one. And we'll have some form of producer. Not sure who. That'll be a mystery. And then following that, she doesn't know it yet, but Dana will be on for War Games to celebrate her birthday. We're going to revisit the breaking down a year in the cinema sort of Oscars style with categories. And we're going to do 1992, which is a much, much more fruitful year as far as movies go for... Uh, the 1980 version one we did. Like, there is a shit ton of movies. So, uh, that'll be the next couple episodes we have coming at you. Alright. Oh, you can be ready for that? If my back doesn't just... You want me to rub it? Uh, it's It's gotta get just surgery, probably. Some injections? Uh, something. I don't know. It's Cocaine? Cocaine injections? Well, not the inject. Oh, you can do... Well, no. <laughs> but... Um, well, go smoke your weed and relieve yeah, your pain. Just lay in bed. Um, also, rest in peace, Macho Man Randy Savage. Eleven years today. Yeah, crazy, yeah. right? Feel like it was just yesterday. Um, that's it for me. One of my favorite Macho Man like modern day things is I don't know if you've seen like the the you know Instagram reel or meme go around where it's like after you and your wife get cut off from yeah Applebee's Applebee's and he's yeah, like oh, it's, it's I'm him and yeah, sensational sorry yes it it's, it's the best um maybe we'll play it <laughs> it makes me laugh every right. time I see it well we should play that as the closing right. so get ready audience you're gonna have to hear that wonderfulness nice right, well as always uh I'm Jeff and he's Vinny and until next time love peace and chicken grease we are out of here we're out when the bartender at Chili's tries to cut you and your girl off after 13 frozen margaritas. <laughs> Be on!
on you like black on ass. You common woman. You witch. You're mine. You're American dreaming.